Yeah, no, that's not our new intro no. song. <laughs> but we thought it was befitting this week for sure. That's exactly right. <laughs> Can I get a listening to the number one podcast for Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County. This is OB Pod. On deck for today, guys, we've got some great hot topics. We're going to talk about a lot of community and state vibe things going on that are good and bad. We also got some great local news, dad jokes, a motivational message that's really good this week, and of course, random facts and stories you're likely to know, and our sports section where we talk to our three head coaches about Friday Night Lights. T, how's your week been, brother? Uh, not too bad. Uh, just like at your school, our school too was homecoming. Boy, was it, was it a long week. Uh, you know, I was real impressed. I saw your post earlier this week on Facebook about all the activities y'all did. Uh, there at Center Hill High School. I think that was absolutely fantastic. You had the community involved and everything that's going on. Unlike at our school, everything is all from within, and it's we, we have what they call the wedding. It was a, it was a big program that we have every year uh, at 1 o'clock at our school. It, it, it literally takes an hour to introduce uh, you know, six or seven maids in the, in the homecoming queen, and that's because they walk down the aisles of the auditorium like they're at a wedding. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a show that's for sure. But, uh, for the whole week though, it was, it was pretty good and, uh, ready to get back to work tomorrow and have normal school once again, back to learning and teaching. Yeah, no, I hear you there, brother. I hear you there. Um, yeah, what do you call it? I was going to talk a lot about stuff that's happened this week at my school uh, with our kind of community vibes thing and our hot topics and versus the state and everything. So, yeah. but so before we do that, of course, we need to introduce our number one sponsor and our main man, the realtor team for Team Couch and that, uh, Birch Realty. That is Brian, Brian Couch. Couch. That's right. Guys, if you're in the market to buy or sell any type of property right here in DeSoto County, especially in the Olive Branch area, you need to be talking to our good friends at Team Couch. They have been voted the number one realtor team here numerous times. They can handle anything and everything you want. They will take care of it from top to bottom, professional, and they're going to take care of you the right way. Guys, they are offering a free market analysis. If you have a property you're kind of thinking about or not really sure about, you know, because the market right now is so up and down. It's crazy. Interest rates are all over the place. You want somebody who has a lot of experience to try to help you out through this. They will help you if you send them an address, talk to them a minute, and they will give you a free market analysis, let you know what the place is worth, what their opinion is, how they can help you, and this does no obligation. Who else offers such a thing? Seriously, go check it out. Go check it out. It's teamcouch.com, or you can call their phone number at their office, which is 662-449-1700, or you can even call Brian's cell phone personally, which is 901-461-7653. Remember, every home needs a couch. T, you know, this week, like you talked about, man, you know, it kind of goes into my hot topics there about the state and everything that's going on in this community. Um, it was a fantastic week. We had a short week for homecoming, a lot of stuff, a lot of kids dressing up, you know, but what I've noticed here is, is as great as we're having at our school here over at Center Hill. Lewisburg is having great. Olive Branch is having it great. The kids are seem to be more infused. We're Dare I say we're feeling like we used to before COVID. And yeah. not only that, I think it's actually a little bit sweeter or tastes a little better because – 
you know, it's one thing to always take it for granted. When you know what you've lost and when you get it back, you enjoy it even more. Sure. You know, and so that's kind of what I feel like our mood <clears throat> and everything is right now. I mean, Friday, we had an amazing parade. By far the longest in school history. It was well over a quarter mile long. Had that's over 25 floats that were completely done by students. We had the Army National Guard, National Guard, uh, two fire departments. Uh, I think we had six or seven Olive Branch police. We had the wow. mayor, the whole nine yards. We even had those Segway, you know, uh, cruisers. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. just, I yeah. mean, they're just, you name it. We had That's it out cool. there. Humvees from the military. Um, just just unbelievable. And one, the Air National Guard actually brought one of their military records. Now, I have never seen a military or National Guard record, we don't call it. The yeah. tires on this thing were taller than I was. Absolutely taller oh than gosh. I was. And there was eight of them. And it's designed just to pull things out of a bad situation. It's just it's an incredible piece of machinery. The other assistant principal, Miss Brenda Case, got on top of it. They gave her a flak jacket, <laughs> helmet, and they were shooting T-shirts out of an air cannon to all the kids. I mean, just That's what a pretty day. pretty good. You know, of course, yeah. that night we had a football game. We had a cooking competition. We had uh, free boo bags for the kids that came in wearing, you know, black for the blackout theme. We had a petting zoo for the kids. Um, we did fireworks. I mean, you name it. We even got horses to come out and lead all the kids. Kids came out in the, onto the field, ran with the football team through the tunnel, <clears> and it was all horse-led wow. or Mustang-led. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What an experience. You know, so That's pretty cool. The community's loving it, you know, and mm. we're trying to create our own flavor over there. You know, Lewisburg over they have their own flavor with Jamestown, burn the boats, yeah. and you know yeah. what an environment they have over there. Olive Branch, they've redone all their stuff. They have their band and the way their stadium set up. They're redoing how they do their intros and lights, yeah. and so everybody's pouring their hearts into trying to make things better for the kids, the community, the family. So bravo to all of our people in our community. Absolutely, it's just absolutely amazing. Really, really <clears throat> great to see this kind of stuff going on. Yeah. You know, and I, and the thing is, is that. You can translate that into DeSoto County, too. I mean, look at this. Our numbers just came out in the state. Our unemployment for Mississippi, especially DeSoto County, are great right now. DeSoto County is ranked fourth in the state for lowest unemployment. We're a hair under 3%. Only like counties like Union, Lamar, and I think Rankin are doing better than we are. And it's by... Point one percent difference, you know what I mean? Right, right. And that's fantastic, you know. And it just to me, it's a sign of the leadership that you elect in the area, the people we sure. put in place to follow, and it's great. You know I mean, and the reason <clears throat> I mentioned state vibes is because we could be like we are in Jackson right now, which, by the way, just Suffering. lost their trash service to over <laughs> four million. They are owed to the trash company. I think it's like Richards Collections or something like that for their trash service. They've pulled stakes. You said the city hasn't has over four million dollars in paid. They have not paid. You know, we already had the water fiasco these last right. few weeks. It's like right. that. It is just you know what you get what you elect. You know, and it's that's just, exactly it, right. It is what it is, and it's sad. You know, and it, it's unfortunate. But those people are suffering down there. I mean, you should listen to the the, the stuff they're being told through the news and the flyers they get in the mail about a ha how to handle trash since there is a interruption in collection yeah interruption. Just, yeah you know they're like don't eat seafood do not throw seafood away i mean because you know that's the stinkiest thing there is you know leave it out there in the heat or whatever Jeez. and they, i mean just just asinine things they're going to try to have dump spots i mean can you imagine them that amount of people going to just a few dump spots to dump their trash what well, it, it shouldn't look be like? any different 
Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't be much different. Right. Exactly. But I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. So, you know, that's kind of our hot topics for today. And uh, well, you know, I, I got, there's one burning question I have out of everything that, that of everything you've talked about. Okay. And I know every single listener is wanting to know the answer to this question. Okay. Who was responsible for cleaning up after the petting zoo? <laughs> that's what I want to know. <laughs> Lord. I bet it wasn't Richard's collection from Jackson, Mississippi. I tell you that. <laughs> no, no, no. Believe it or not, we have an amazing teacher who runs our FCLA. I'm sorry, FCCLA, and yeah. um, most of the animals are from our own farm. We have turkeys, rabbits, chickens, and we also uh, have the world famous mascot Jack Morgan, which is our pet goat. Which oh, is just, okay. You know, and they were all there, and they they were there about 30, 40 minutes. So it really wasn't long enough to uh, okay. you know, deposit well, you anything on the grass area I to leave you. a stain, as they say. But yeah, it'll be a little greener next next spring. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Ice Cube, baby. 99, baby. I'm on the grind, baby. All the time, baby. Today it's time for our news, brother. And of course, this is brought to you by Michael Hatcher and Associates. Guys, are you looking for a new career? Because Michael Hatcher Associates is always looking for new people, especially people who are looking to start a new, fresh way of having a better place to work every single day, better benefits, better pay, just a team atmosphere, a motto of hire for life. This is the company you want to work for, guys. They will beat most all pay rates around. Like I said, benefits are through the roof, and they're going to take care of their employees. Like we have talked many times in this podcast about how they have done gas programs for their employees they give out gift cards for groceries they do attendance bonuses you name it they take care of their people this is the kind of company you want to work for if you're looking to make a change different types of positions all across the board go to their website hatcherlandscape.com check it out and if you see anything you like or have questions call their talent acquisition manager at 662-755-3207 tell you what we got for uh, news this week brother well, this week, Supervisor Lee Caldwell spoke about DeSoto County's effort to bring broadband internet to unserved areas during the Economic Council Infrastructure meeting earlier, uh, well, actually later last week. Uh, this is big for the county, especially for Olive Branch. Uh, I think there's still over 3,700 homes that don't have internet access. The supervisors are preparing to request bids from internet companies to lay the fiber to those areas that are without service. Big shout out to North Central Connect for already starting uh, on their level, as many uh, of the OB residents are getting fiber as we speak. Yeah, that's big, man. I'm one of those. Fi- I'm one of those people, by the way. I happen to hey. live in rural Olive Branch area, and I have the fiber, which it is fantastic, by the way. Yeah. Shout out to North Central. That's right. You didn't tie up your phone line anymore. How about that? No, sir. That that annoying sound is no longer there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. DeSoto County officials plan to make the county's support for veterans visual during the week surrounding Veterans Day this year. Uh, County buildings will be illuminated in green during the week from November 7th through the 13th as part of the county's observance of what veterans of the armed services have done for our nation. By taking the action, county leaders want veterans to know that they are seen, appreciated, and supported. The reason for using the green hue for the week comes as a part of a national program called Operation Greenlight, which was endorsed by the National Association 
of County Board of Directors back in July of this year. According to Operation Greenlight, green is the color of hope, renewal, and well-being. Green light is also a term commonly used to activate forward movement. The simple action of changing one light to green is intended to spark a national conversation regarding the recognition of veterans and green light them forward as valuable members of our communities. Officials say there are more than 11,200 veterans who call DeSoto County home. Tell you what, if you know a veteran, you need to give them the shirt off your back. Yeah. You want to cut, yeah. cut in front of me? Go right ahead. You want to bump a horn at me? Go right ahead. Do whatever you need to. You're the one that served the country, not me, brother, and I appreciate hey, it. Thank you for your service. If you get an opportunity to say it, say it. That's, That's exactly line. right. And mean it when you do. Dang right. All right, moving on. Olive Branch residents will soon see a series of infrastructure projects begin in their city, including a huge strategic repaving job. Wow. On more than a dozen streets. That's fantastic. Big the time. City's, yeah. The city's investment could reach $25.4 million, depending on the total of the bids received for the infrastructure projects. The projects will improve gas, water, and sewer utilities. The single largest project will be the repaving of streets. Work that will span this physical year and physical year 2023-24. Mayor Ken Adams called it one of our largest paving and pavement preservation projects ever. The city has set aside $10.8 million for the work. The Board of Aldermen recently selected Lehman Roberts Company to do the overlay, patching, and other labor while it hired Riverside Traffic Systems Incorporated to stripe the streets. Several roads are on the priority list, but here are the top five proposed streets at the head of the line. Listen closely, ladies and gentlemen. This might be yours. Church Road from Malone Road to Mississippi 305, which is also known as Cockrum Road. Pleasant Hill Road from Goodman Road to State Line Road and Church to College Roads. Hacks Cross Road from uh, Goodman to College. Uh, Craft Goodman Road from Goodman to Craft Road. And then Craft Road itself from Church to the Southern City Limits. That's going to be big for a lot of people, man. If you really look at that list, that is one of some of the most highly traveled roads yeah. <clears throat> that is not highway 305 yeah. and not interstate 55 like the ones we've been trying to find, talk about those right. petitions for right but right. these hit the rest of them because i mean you look at that right there you're talking about some major thoroughfares most of them north and south that's a pretty impressive list and that's a uh, bravo to our leadership here another example where we're getting things done around here for the future of our city not trying to make up for mistakes or past that's right it's awesome all right, next up, the, the DeSoto County School District has announced that a new board member will be sworn into office on Thursday, October the 20th at 9.15 a.m. Mr. Gerald Wheeler will be appointed to fill the remainder of Ann Jolly's term on the board. That's right. That is a former police officer, Mr. Wheeler, and he will serve the district. I believe that's over like the Lake Comrade, Horn Lake area is where yeah. that will be. Um, and uh, yeah, what do you call it? And that is now the Ann Jolly boardroom. They have named it after her as well. Congratulations and to her. I was going to say, she's been on that board for quite some time. Has she 33 not? years. 33 yeah. years. Yeah, Pretty I impressive remember she term. was on the board when I, when I came to Soda County in 07. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that's a, that's a big one. And then, you know, uh, the elections are coming up. And right yep. now, um, you know, the the other seat that's up for grabs for a completely new person is in Olive Branch. Milton Nichols decided not to rerun. Okay. And so we have a completely new person for Olive Branch's district. So uh, that tells everybody when it comes time to go to the ballot box, you will be voting for a new, uh, you know, a, a new school board member for our area. This could be yep. big. So please uh, do your homework on that. Yeah. 
Just want to remind everybody that uh, on October the 22nd at Lewisburg High School, they're hosting the County Cross Country Championships. Uh, the girls will start at 8.30 that morning, followed by the boys at around 9.15 a.m. So hopefully the weather will cooperate and a lot of people go out there and, and uh, root on their DeSoto County teams. That's right. Now, did you see the weather this week? Tuesday and Wednesday, the high is in the 50s. Yeah. Yahtzee. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> That's my kind of weather right there, brother. <laughs> That's right. Fat kid weather right there, baby. Absolutely. <laughs> Guys, do you own a home that needs repair? Maybe it's outdated or even worse. You got it in the loss of a loved one or a divorce. And you want to get rid of it fast? Sell it fast? Get cash fast? There is a great, great local company here called Robin Properties that will help you out. What do you call it? The owners are good personal friends of ours here at the podcast. They have been big supporters of us since day one of this podcast, and we can't thank them enough because they believe in us for advertising and what they do for their company. You should trust them as well, guys. Go to their website, ibuydesoto.com. If you or you know somebody who has a property that might fall in this criteria, and guess what? There's no obligation. There's no cost other than just having a phone call, letting them look at the property and let them throw you an offer. I bet you it'll surprise you about how well it's going to be and how well the process is going to go. Go check it out. That is at ibuydesoto.com. All right. To wrap up our local news, I just got a couple of more announcements to make. I want to remind everybody that on Saturday, November the 5th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., they'll have a huge craft fair out there at the Olive Ranch Senior Center. Uh, they're still looking for vendors. From what I understand, look, if you have crafts, you got, you know, baked goods, I, you know, as long as it's not illegal or, or immoral to be out there selling whatever it is that you're selling, your booth space is only 10 bucks. I mean, come on now. 10 bucks for a booth space at a craft fair. You can't beat that. There's going to be food trucks out there, snow cone booths out there. Barbecue is going to be out there as well. So make sure you march your calendars again for Saturday, November 5th from 9 a.m. to 3. Um, a craft fair at the Olive Branch Senior Center. That ought to be a good time. It really will be. Also, don't forget that the Light Garden is coming. It's going to be a huge illumination, holiday entertainment, shopping opportunities for everybody. Uh, it's going to be a, a new Mid-South holiday experience here in Olive Branch. It's going to be at City Park. The visitors, when you come, you're going to see a lot of different light displays. There'll be a lot of local things there as well, performances, artists and vendors, uh, it's going to be great for the for the holiday season. That's going to start on November 22nd and last through New Year's Eve on December uh, 31st. And then finally, don't forget this coming Thursday night, once again, uh, the City of Olive Branch is going to be hosting Movie Under the Stars over there at the Weston House Lawn, uh, 7 o'clock. Uh, this Thursday night, free family-friendly movie. Can't beat that any, uh, with a stick. Uh, uh, there'll be local food vendors there, so you can get a, grab a snack while you're there as well. Uh, don't forget seven o'clock thursday night this week's movie i believe is sing two that's right bring a coat the temperature will be a little <laughs> yeah, chill at seven o'clock so we will tell you that I'm, yeah the last one got a little chill there were some people kind of left early because it got a little cold so I'll give you a little heads up on that for sure yeah as soon as the sun goes down it gets cool pretty quick so that's this this thursday night at seven o'clock and mm. I think that's all we got right now, man. man. That's it, brother. Guys, look, quick reminder, if you would like to advertise with us here on the podcast, please reach out to us at theobpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to help you out. It's a great platform, and we reach a lot of people here. We really, really appreciate you guys. I hear them whispering about the places that you've been And how you don't know how to keep your business clean
Tell you, it's time for those dad jokes, brother. Man, are you ready to hear some whoppers, man? Are you ready? I am ready. I know I am, you are, man. I've well, been of course. Anticipation. <laughs> well, of course. This is brought to you by our good friend and insurance agent, Allie Edgelally of Alpha Insurance, guys. That is the ace agency of Olive Branch. If you're interested in saving money, like I did, over $900 for the year, by the way, and you want better coverage and expert personal care, what I mean by that is, is he's about to give you his personal cell phone, which means you can call him anytime, ask questions. He'll be there for you. There is nothing better than that. You don't want to have to go through an office manager, a second secretary and hope you get an email or hope you get a call back or the only person you get to talk to is that secretary you don't even get to meet who your insurance agent is you know exactly what i'm talking about think about it right now when's the last time that you spoke to your insurance agent and felt comfortable asking a question or even had their personal cell and they actually answered this is the guy you want to talk to. Go save money. Get better care. You know I'm right. The number is 662-893-0928 at his office, or like I said, his personal cell, 1-843-324-0930. All right, T. I've been accumulating a lot of them. Got a lot of emails from different people. Pretty excited. I think some of these are going to get you good. Some of them are kind of <laughs> not so much, but hey, you know, you gotta, we got to mix them in there when you can. I, I, well, well, I'm just glad Allie's still uh, sponsoring it. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate right, it, bro. We'll, we'll start with this. Let's start with an easy one, all right? T, okay. Right, what is a skeleton's favorite snack? A wishbone. No, spare oh. ribs, baby. Uh. Spare ribs. <laughs> T, why isn't oh, holy God. water used in vaccines? Oh, you got me on that one. You can't take the Lord's name in vain. Oh. <laughs> See, so I found a large wad. I found a large wad of one dollar bills in the street the other day. Yeah. So as a Christian, I asked myself, "What would Jesus do?" I turned that joker into a bottle of wine, baby. It was great, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> a nice Malbec. <laughs> so smooth. Yes. All right, T, my wife hates spiders with a passion. Okay. Because, of course, there was one in the kitchen. She told me to take this one out that we found in the kitchen instead of trying to kill it. She really trying to change the way about things. You know, it used to be death, you know, yeah. it's a, you know death to all spiders, snakes. Like I said, she said, take it out. I did. We had a few drinks. It was a nice guy. Come to find out he's a web designer. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> That's corny. Yep. T, had, had a scare the other night, man. A thief broke into my house and was looking for money all over my house. It was unreal. So I got up and I helped him look. You know, I was, I was trying to find something myself. Man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Allie, please come back and sponsor us next week. <laughs> all right, last one for you, T. Here we go. Okay. Bet, T, hey, this better be a doozy now. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, I know. T, my wife. <laughs> man, this is tough to say, man. My wife has been missing for a week now. The detective, really? the detective told me to prepare for the worst. Yeah. So I went back to Goodwill and I got all our stuff back. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. all right. You made it work. Hell, I'll sponsor this next week. Yeah. 
Well, of course. Well, guys, as always, I hope you enjoy a good giggle. You know, sometimes they're corny, sometimes they're pretty good. But as always, we appreciate you listening. And we hope you're telling your friends, your family, and your coworkers about our podcast. Please. Hit the subscribe button. And, and if you got a second to leave us a five-star review on iTunes, it really, really does help our show. Really, really appreciate it. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Salt and pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic Molly Mall. All right, it's time for that motivational message. And T, this is another great one. God, I love this about our show, man. I get to find these great little audios, and this one right here kind of hits the heartstrings. It's about inspiration, about people overcoming fear, and being others being inspired by it. And it's just a great audio, man. And you know, and who, who needs anything else? Let's just go right to it and let the people hear this magic. I, I was at the gym yesterday, and a woman drove by me in a wheelchair at the gym. I was working out pretty hard. And she wheeled by me, heavy set lady in a wheelchair. I'd be honest with you, I, I watched her wheel past me. She inspired me. Do you know what courage it takes to get in your wheelchair and decide, I'm going to go to the gym, right? I'm going to go to the gym. She's heavy set, awkward. That inspired me far more than the jacked up dude doing 60 pound curls. I mean, that's inspiring, but you see that. A woman in a wheelchair at a gym with her two pound dumbbells because her legs don't work, but she went in there anyway. And you know how insecure she was about going in there. She's the only person in a wheelchair. She doesn't know what she's going to see, how people are going to react to her. She's not in shape. She doesn't have her full makeup on and her little, you know, halter top like the other girls in there. And she's right in there. She was right in there working out right next to them, right? I couldn't take my eyes off her. I couldn't take my eyes off her. And I ended up telling her that she was leaving. I left what I was doing. I walked over and said, I just want you to know something. You're inspiring me. This is wonderful. Her face just lit up because you know how sad, she, how insecure she was about being in there. The most inspiring person is the one overcoming the fear of doing something, not the person who's excellent at it. You know, that message right there, what it screams to me when I first heard it is the fact that it's easy to wallow in your circumstances when you think they're negative. But if you block out the negative and you work on the positive, you can't allow things that, that, that you think would limit you can't allow those things to control you man so you find a way to persevere and still go ahead and live your life now, that's easy for me to say I'm, I'm not in a situation as the person was described in the message but at the same time the principle is still the same we all go through tough times uh, in our lives but just to be able to persevere and not stop living our life to the most that that we possibly can do that's that's what we need to strive to do every day there's no doubt, man. There is no doubt. I think you said said it best. Um, you know, if you worry about what other people think or judge or so on, or like you said, and you you take your situation as that as a defining moment of who you are, then you lose. And so you got to be able to get above that, live your life to the fullest you can. And like like uh, Cash and the guy I used to host with, or like that. One of his best phrases is, is is that I'm living my best day. You know, I'm going. Yeah. You know, and that's what you have to do day by day living your best life and it's just it's fantastic and so just a great message i hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did and again appreciate y'all listening All right, 
it's now time for Random Facts Stories You Likely Didn't Know, brought to you by Old Town Fitness. If you're looking for a non-typical gym that teaches its clients in a friendly group atmosphere without pressure or judgment, this is the place for you. Go check them out and meet the amazing owners today who want to help you reach your goals. They're located at 9045 Highway 178 in Olive Branch. Hours are Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to noon and then from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. On Saturday mornings, 8 a.m. to 10, but they are closed on Sunday. All right, Zachary. Did you know that in Switzerland, you can hire a clown to stalk someone for seven days? The clown will follow them around, (laughs) set up traps, send scary text messages, and even smash a pie in their face if he catches them. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people who do not like clowns. And so I don't see this becoming a fad anytime soon in no. the States. And <laughs> it's if, y'all creepy. See, if y'all can see the picture of the crown that I'm free uh, of the clown that I'm reading this from, that is one creepy looking dude. dude too, it's bro. like Pennywise, but like well, th- his alternate brother, you know, very, very creep. Move along, move along, <laughs> move along. All right. Did you know that among the crown jewels on display at Queen Elizabeth's funeral was the royal scepter, which contains the largest clear-cut diamond in the world? Known as the Great Star of Africa, the diamond was mined in South Africa in 1905 and has an estimated worth of 400 million simoles, meaning dollars. One rock worth that kind of cheddar. I'm going to tell you, you know. Uh, so here's what I want to know. You know, things are worth what people will pay for them, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. So you would never sell anything like this. And why would you ever steal it? Because you wouldn't be able to pawn it onto somebody because, somebody because eventually it's going to get back. So is it really worth that? Well, I guess the deal is, is if you were selling that, you would never sell it for that. You would have to sell it just to get something out of it, and then the person yeah. who owns owns it to say they have it in that worth. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that's a that's a look what I have, not a, a you know true test of anything else in my mind. But yeah. hey, don't yeah. worry, that's way out of our league, so I'm not worried about it. That, that's that's true too. Okay, <laughs> all right, and our last one here, okay, which which which, which proves justice can prevail. <laughs> Did you know that during the Salem witch trials? None, zero, nada, none of those people who actually confessed of being a witch were executed. All 19 who were executed of being a witch refused to confess. (laughs) Random. Let's you kill chose. the ones. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds you me of the Indiana Jones lines. You know, he chose poorly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that's no all we got for this week on this one. <laughs> Can't wait for next week. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Who's going to sponsor that one? <laughs>
right, guys, it's time for our sports. This week, again, we have three coaches join us, Coach Peacock, Coach Hectorn, and Coach Russell. Uh, you know, Center Hill decided to have a great win versus Horn Lake. We got up big on them, 40-7 to at one time, uh, and brought some young guys in. The final score, 40-28. Uh, but, you know, Olive Branch, uh, man, just had just came up short. It was 27 to nothing, but the scoreboard does not dictate what the game was. Great conversation with Coach Russell on that. And then, of course, Lewisburg, a lot of people said that there was no chance they would even score in the game and man did they they prove that wrong they actually came out hit him in the mouth uh, again score doesn't always dictate how the game went but it was a great conversation with him and i hope a couple of their guys that got banged up in the game are ready to go for next week but let's go to this audio now to talk to these coaches and let y'all enjoy coach hexton brother how are we doing today i doing great i appreciate it man good to hear good to hear man what a game Friday night. You know, a lot of people kind of went into the ball game versus South Manola thinking that uh, y'all would be the homecoming team and and that would just lay down immediately and not give any signs of life and uh, let the cheerleaders go play. But that's not the case, Coach. Uh, I think a lot of people were really pleasantly surprised, uh, you know, that maybe had some changes in mindsets that y'all came out and weren't afraid to uh, put points on the board before halftime, and it was a ball game. Uh, you know, how did you, how did you feel like you guys came out on Friday? Yeah, I, I thought we started out well. I, I thought of the first half, you know, we, we fought and we, uh, you know, did a lot of good things, I, I felt like, on offense and, you know, moved the ball. And, um, you know, they, they scored three times in the first half there, but, you know, they had they kind of had to earn it. Um, and, um, you know, like I said, I thought we played well in the first half. It was a ball game, a 10-point game. Um, you know, we had a couple injuries right there um, at, at the end of the half and start of the half. And, you know, uh, and I'll just be kind of quite honest with you. We'll kind of go right into it, I guess. But, you know, we, we had some guys that kind of, you know, I don't know if got a little nervous or, or you know, concerned because certain guys weren't going to be out there. And I don't know if we played our best the second half. Well, I think we had a lot of guys that did and uh, we had a few that didn't. And when you have a few that don't, you know, we're not that deep that we can go out there and play with the big dogs in the state. Uh, not at full strength. So, you know, we've, we've got to kind of figure some things out and a little gut check this week a little bit. Um, but, you know, overall, like I said, I think first half we played played really well and were physical and flew around. And, you know, second half it was kind of picking and choosing when we did that. And, you know, again, you're not going to beat great teams or even be in the conversation with a great team if you can't do that, you know, consistently across the board with everybody. I understood, Coach. And like like I said, to the listeners, it's not really getting it. And I want to make sure we're clear. A lot of times, offenses and defenses rely on the leadership of one or more players on the field. And if you lose somebody who's key to one of those sides of the field, there are a lot of kids that you know live on the ebbs and flows of your leadership on and off the field. And so I know y'all lost one of your defensive leaders there at halftime, and that was pretty integral to how y'all handled and responded to their offense. And, you know, and it allowed a few scores, and I get the score looked lopsided, but that's not how it really was. And uh, am, I, am I on point with that estimation, Coach? Yeah, 100%. That's exactly what, what we meant. And, you know, it's, um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, coaches lead, but we, we always teach our kids, and, and you know, we teach – leadership more than you know probably anybody else in the country um you know the a great team is led by players and um you know that's one place that i'm not allowed to go is across those white lines and i'm reminded that by our officials every single week uh that i can't go out there um you know and we got to rely on, on our our kids to step up and and be great leaders and we've got some guys that do great job of those things but um you know if one of those guys are to go down you know, somebody's got to step up. And, uh, you know, we had that a few weeks ago 
um, in a game here against Horn Lake that I felt like we had some guys step up and um, we just we just didn't Friday, you know. So that's something that we've got to we've got to figure out uh, a little bit of kind of like a set of gut check on some guys have got to decide, hey, am I going to be that guy to step up? And, you know, we've got to make sure we're we're pushing them and putting them in those situations that they understand that uh, they can and we can't we can't panic regardless of who's on the field. Uh, we've got to go out there and play uh, our brand of football. Absolutely, Coach. Well, Coach, let's talk about some of the kids. Who are some of the kids that did some uh, good stuff on you on the game Friday night? Yeah, you know, like, you know, again, I think across the board, I, I was really impressed with our offense. I think we did a lot of things, um, you know, kind of better. Uh, you know, I would have liked to seen our offensive line to be a little bit more consistent. Um, you know, there were times that we moved the ball. Um, sometimes we didn't, you know. But, I, again, I think overall, especially that first half, I thought they played well offensively i felt like we fought all night long you know um you know never really panicked or back down um you know gunner gilmore had a pretty good night uh lucas gask had a really great night had a had a big touchdown for us um and um robert becker was great you know hit a field goal and and uh, extra points so um a lot of great you know a lot of really good things on offense and again uh, i felt like those guys fought all the way through the end so it was really really proud of them and i think they kind of took a, a step forward um and being a, a, a great offense i heard that coach well coach let's talk about next friday um you know everybody's like you know south panola and that's usually the ultimate team but this year that is quite a bit different uh, south panola has already has a loss on their record and that is versus your next opponent which is south haven who is projected to go number one in the district if they finish out like they are as strong as they've been the last few games uh what are y'all looking at when it comes to this game friday night yeah, we've got our hands full again. You know, I mean, these guys are uh, are athletic across the board. They're really, really big and physical up front, and uh, and we know they're well coached. I and mean, those guys do a great job over there with their kids. And uh, we, you know, we know they're going to come play. You know, we've had to move our homecoming. Um, you know, due due to some things that happened earlier in the year, and so you know, a little extra motivation for them. I'm sure that you know they're now the the homecoming guests, but, um, you know, again, we've, we've got a really good team coming in and, you know, everything that I just talked about that we didn't do very well Friday, we've got to pick up and do better. You know, we've got to show up and be the best version of us every single snap and uh, not pick and choose and, and worry about who the opponent is or who's on the field for us or, or anything else. Just got to go out and be the best that we can possibly be. And when we've done that this year, we've been in games and we've had either one or we've had a chance to win. Um, so, that's what we've got to do. That's got to be our game plan is go out and, and uh, be the best we can possibly be and, and execute at a high level. Absolutely, Coach. Absolutely. South Haven's a really talented team, like you said. They've got multiple kids that have college offers with a lot of speed across the board. Um, they have a very large tailback that is very much downhill, and they also have a scat back that can just absolutely go, especially when he's on the outside perimeter. A lot of things to defend, but y'all have been always pretty solid defensively. And uh, But it's going to be quite a challenge. But I do want to wish you guys a great week of practice. I hope you guys that are banged up, uh, good, good and healthy and ready to go. And I uh, wish y'all luck Friday night, bro. Hey, I, I really appreciate it. Coach, as always, man, really appreciate your time and joining us each week. And I uh, look forward to talking to you again next week. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Coach Peacock, brother, how are we doing today? Uh, doing good, man. Doing good. Good to hear, brother. Good to hear. Great win Friday night, man. What a good homecoming crowd. Uh, pretty good festivities going on. Uh, what was the environment like for you guys? Yeah, it was good. It was it was a good. Uh, you know, we had a short week because of fall break. Um, 
but it was homecoming week, so you know, a lot, a lot going on, and uh, had a good crowd. Uh, you know, so it was, it was a really, really great atmosphere. Just a uh, overall good, good deal, and, and good to come away with a victory. I know that's right, Coach. You know, the game kind of started off with a bang. Uh, they kind of took a long run, scored off like what second or third play of the ball game, and took a seven zero lead, and kind of gave you a little scare, but. I tell you, you guys didn't really flinch, and before you knew it, I would y'all have four or five unanswered touchdowns in a row after that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. You know, we, uh, you know, they're they're talented. They've got some talent. They're young, um, and they scored on a long run. Uh, and I don't know, you know, our we had we had preached to them all week that they like to throw some screens early. Um, we'd seen it on film. They they threw screens early on. So uh, our our defensive lineman of that side. Uh, the guard and tackle kind of both bumped him and then both went away from him. And so he thought he was feeling scream. And so he tried to chase the tackle and he chased the tackle right out of the plate. Um, and we had a, uh, our starting linebacker Lance was out uh, Friday night. Um, and so we had a backup in and he kind of fit it wrong and, you know, it just led to a big play. Uh, but, you know, they kids fall back, offense went down, scored and tied it. And then, uh, you know, we stopped on the next drive and, and never, really, never really looked back after that. Yeah, Coach, it was quite impressive offensively. I know you're going to be talking pretty highly about how uh, the offense was clicking, moving the ball well, uh, big yardage on uh, multiple plays. Um, you know, kind of, can you kind of highlight some of the kids and what they did and some of the guys that impressed you? Yeah, I mean, I thought we, we did some really good things. I thought Cedric Nelson had probably his best game. Uh, I think he was just shy of 100 yards rushing. Um, uh, J.D. Washington, you know, continued to do some good things offensively. I think he averaged about 15 yards a touch on offense, and he also opened the second half with a big kickoff return for a touchdown. Um, I tell you, Will Lane, you know, I keep trying to figure out a way to get him a touchdown, but uh, hadn't been able to do that yet. But he just does some great job, uh, great things for us blocking. I think three of our four touchdown runs, he was the block that sprang it kind of sprang it for a touchdown instead of it being a, a 15 yard run his block makes it a, a 30 yard you know touchdown run um you know just did, did some great things as a senior senior for us um you know we our other receiver was kind of banged up a little bit so we played with the tight end uh, a lot more and i thought they had trouble kind of adjusting to our tight end uh, unbalanced set um and we kind of no matter how they adjusted, we felt like we kind of had a beat on what they were trying to do, and we were able to, you know, attack, attack away from that. We froze them a bunch, uh, saw how they had lined up, and then ran a play based off of that. So, you know, I thought we did some good things. I thought the, the most important thing, and it's always like this, is the kind of the starting offense didn't turn the ball over. You know, we had two turnovers. They were both later in the game. Um, one was on a pitch that we should have just handed off, and then one was – uh, our B-back or, uh, that came in uh, getting some kind of, you know, uh, time there at the end of the game. He had a long drive going, and then he fumbled, you know, down inside the five. So, obviously, we never want to turn the ball over, but our, our varsity guys, our starters, did not uh, put the ball on the ground at all. So, that was good. Um, you know, uh, we only called one pass play, so uh, – and we, we didn't force anything. We pulled it down, didn't like it, pulled it down and ran it. So, I, I was really pleased there. Um, so, you know, overall, just really 
just pleased with how how we responded. You know, when we did kind of get down a little bit, and with um, the way we played and controlled uh, the game on kind of on both sides of the ball. Coach, I agree with you. I think it was a very well rounded. I think defensively, especially missing such a key linebacker, y'all were really strong there. Offensively, like you said, I think the only time y'all ever stopped was when you stopped yourselves. Um, and you know that sometimes happens either with a penalty or you can get a busted play or whatever the situation be. Um, like I said, Horn Lake was a young team. They're definitely learning, uh, you know, the ebbs and flows and taking their lumps to under a new system. Coach Jackson's, you know, this is first year there and uh, they're kind of going to struggle, but you know, they're very, like you said, again, very young and they have some opportunities, especially with a ninth grade group that's pretty, seems to be pretty talented and have a lot of a bright future. So um, that's, that's really good. Well, coach, going to the defensive side, was there any kids that kind of stood out to you on that side that you want to talk, highlight? Yeah, you know, uh, both our inside linebackers I thought played really well. Uh, Matt Bullock uh, found out, you know, basically a couple hours before kickoff, hey, you're going to start uh, in place of Lance. And I think he had eight, eight assists and four solo tackles, so 12 total. Um, Nate uh, Taylor had a fumble recovery for a touchdown, 12 tackles. Um, and then uh, Masai Wright had, I think, two sacks. Um, and I thought, you know, uh, I think I talked about him last week. Caden Thomas, man, just continues to play great, uh, you know, pass defense. We, we, he plays a good bit of man coverage for us. Um, and, and all of our DBs, we really kind of challenged them after the Jonesboro game where we felt like we kind of gave up some stuff. And they've really played well uh, the last several weeks, uh, you know, uh, with some of the stuff we asked them to do. So, um, you know, proud of all those guys, Caden uh, Thomas, um, Kamey and Knight, Denver Kiner, and uh, Chucky, Cavante uh, Malone. Um, you know, they've, they've done some really good things for us. Uh, That's awesome uh, to hear, Coach. That's really good to hear. Coach, well, let's think about Friday. Friday is another big rivalry game. I know we've already had Lewisburg this season and got a nice W there, but there's the uh, closer to home, probably, you know, maybe some kids who really – uh, have some really stronger feelings, and that is Olive Branch. Uh, what are y'all looking like for this ball game? What are your concerns? What are things you're looking for? Anything you want to tell the listener? Yeah, I mean, I think they're. You know, I, I told my coaching staff this, and I think they're probably they probably have the best coaching staff, top to bottom, in the and in our district. You know, I think Coach Russell really does a great job. I think they got some really good guys on that staff. I think they're very well coached. Um, you know, it's going to come down. It's going to be. Uh, you know, a big game. Um, you know, we both need to win it uh, to kind of for playoff and playoff seating or whatnot. Um, you know, we both need to to win it to to try to put ourselves in the best position to to make the playoffs and uh, to be the the two or the three or whatever seed it is. Um, you know, uh, I think they're very well coached. They they're talented. Uh, I think they're better, have a little more talent than they had last year. Felt like last year we had a game that. You know, we could have possibly won, um, but turnovers, you know, bit us that night, and I, I feel like I made a bad decision. Um, so, uh, really looking forward to it. Um, I think we played them in uh, ninth and JV last week, had a great, uh, great night. I think we won the ninth grade game, and they won the JV game. So, um, you know, we've kind of seen each other a little bit from that aspect, but um, just looking forward to a good night of football. Their quarterback uh, is a really good player. He may be there their most impactful player. Um, he's the best player on their offense, and we've got to really find a way to, to slow him down. Um, he throws the ball well, runs the ball well. You know, he's really 
he's probably their best running back. Um, you know, so they, they really do some good things offensively and defensively. Um, you know, their defense coordinator is new, so we really don't have any idea how they're going to prepare for us and how they're going to game plan against us. So we just got to, you know, uh, play sound fundamental football and make tackles and, and do those things right and protect the football and, and see what happens. Coach, you said it all, man. You know, you got to play your best and uh, bring it to the table versus your arch rival, and that's a good competition, and uh, that's that's what's going to make the difference in the ball game. Coach, I, I think uh, I really appreciate you always uh, talking with us. Congratulations on a big W, and uh, looks like it's going to have a little bit cooler weather this week, uh, make for some nice practice time, and uh, but it's supposed to be really nice for Friday night for a good home game. I think y'all are going to be doing a, a pink out. Um, for anybody coming to the ball game to uh, for the Center Hill area, that they're going to come out and watch, uh, support for our breast cancer awareness, and uh, should make for a great, great Friday night, and we wish you luck on it. All right, man. Sounds good. We appreciate it. All right, Coach. Again, thank you for your time. Yep. Coach Russell, brother, how we doing today, man? Man, I'm good, Zach. How about you, bud? Man, doing good, doing good. Coach, I got to say, man, I, I truly believed in you guys. I felt like this Friday night, y'all had it in the bag. Y'all were going to stun South Haven and bring home the W to the branch. And, uh, you know, to me, anybody who went to the game said y'all were did everything but just punch it in um, and just kind of gave up a few scores on some kind of big plays. But, you know, you take a little bit of that away, and it's a completely different outcome. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would. I mean, it's obviously, you know, you know, you look at the score and it's, that doesn't look like a very close ball game, but it, it, that was not indicative of the, the game being played on the field. Um, you know, we got out there early. We had a couple blown assignments early. Uh, you know, gave them, gave up 13 points real quick, uh, in the game and kind of put us behind the scoring. Um, and then we got down into the red zone. Uh, we got in the red zone four different times in the game. We had we had right at just under 280 yards of offense, and then they had we had I know of two pa- big pass interference penalties that cost them. Uh, you know, it cost us big plays, and so you conclude that 30 yards. We had over 300 yards, really a truly of offense that we had, and uh, you know we moved the ball up and down the field all night long. Um, we, we we ran it pretty well. We threw it really well, and uh, you know. When we got down there, we just could not could not come up with points. Um, you know, within the five yard line, uh, a couple of times, and you know, in the red zone four times. That's tough, coach. Uh, you know, I, I did, that just makes that uh, that walk at the end of the game to shake the hand a little bit tougher, especially when you play a team uh, as quality as South Haven and kind of you know kind of a old school rival. I know that had to be tough, um, but I know you were proud of your kids. That were who were some of the guys that really stood out for you offensively, and defensively during the ball game? You know, I thought Raheem had a really good game. I mean, we asked him. We, we kind of knew him coming in. We were planning on throwing a little bit more in that game. And he threw the ball 31 times. Um, I think he completed uh, 22 out of 31 um, for just under 200 yards of passing, you know. And, you know, so that's that's really good. He ran our offense really well, executed things. Um, you know, I thought, uh, I, you know, we, we did pretty decent at running back. Um, had – couple of different guys plus started a sophomore um and running back kevin jameson i thought he did a fine job came in with just i think just under 50 yards uh rushing we also played uh flip sanders there a little bit senior uh defensive back wide receiver that has played running back in the past we played him some there um you know of course we have some injury issues are uh we lost uh you know we lost jerry wall we lost Corey williams uh um 
and Jacoby Walls was out for the week, you know, so we were down to uh, basically our, our fourth back. And, uh, you know, so we were having to play some sophomores. And again, I'm proud of those guys for the way they competed. You know, um, you know, we made, uh, I thought Britton Trailer had a great game at receiver, had just under 100 yards receiving again, uh, made some big plays, um, you know, a couple stop routes and a, uh, a couple screens he caught and took and made big gains out of with his legs. That's great, Coach. That's awesome. Uh, I said we got a couple guys you mentioned there on offense. How about defensive side? Anybody stand out for you? Well, you know, I mean, you know, big Walter Rogers continues to play well inside. I think he ended up with six tackles on the defensive line. Um, you know, um, I thought Flip played pretty good at, at, at safety. Um, you know, we gave up some big plays, um, you know, at, at times, but we also played pretty well at times. Um, you know, you take away, they scored, uh, they scored seven points in the whole second half. And, you know, really, besides the two big busted plays, they scored seven points in the first half, or excuse me, six points. So, you know, just, you know, we did, we did some good things and just, you know, as a team effort. Coach, I I can hear the uh, I can hear the tension in your voice. That man, it was just it's uh, it's disappointing. And I know, I mean, that's the thing when you're letting 16, 17, and eighteen year old kids go out there and play, and you're so bad, you want to be on the field and do it yourself and things like that. But that's the beauty and pageantry of the game. And uh, you know, that's come time to happens. You know, you get big teams versus uh, you know big expectations, and sometimes you make some miscues, and it leads to big plays, and you got you got to overcome them. But uh, you know, like I said, it sounds like y'all were really, really close, and y'all were, y'all were in the game the whole time. The score might not have been indicative of it, but it's obvious y'all played well, especially if y'all were suffering for as many injuries as you had. Uh, we definitely hope that those guys are get well. Um, you know, so we get you guys ready back for the end of the season because you know you got three or four weeks left, and you know, playoffs are coming. Uh, this next game versus Center Hill is pretty pivotal. Uh, what is, what's the mindset of your guys going into this week? Well, you know, this, this is a big game for both schools. I mean, you know, the closest to proximity, the history of the two schools, and, and uh, it's a big game. Uh, you know, they've got friends, they've got relatives that stay there. You know, anytime you've got a game like that, you don't have to, you don't have to sell the kids and get really excited about playing that football game. Uh, I think Center Hill is a real quality opponent. Uh, you know, I don't, the record doesn't right now show as good a team as they probably are, and. Uh, you know, I think they've got a lot of good things. They do a good job, and uh, you know, they run an offense that is, that is unconventional. Um, it's an old school offense in the flex bone, and it, it, it makes things difficult to for and, and stresses the defense. And so, um, you know, we have to prepare for that. We have to make sure our kids are locked in, ready to roll. Uh, and I know they will be. They're like I said, this is a rivalry game. You don't have to to sell them to be excited to play in this. They, they're, they're fired up about it. Absolutely, Coach. Now, Coach, I have some inside information. They could possibly be converting to a five-wide set for this ball game for just you guys. Are you guys going to be prepared for that? Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> I would much, I'd much rather have to prepare for a five-wide set than I would the, uh, the flex bone. I promise you that. So uh, <laughs> if we can go ahead and get that in writing, I'll, I'll – uh, I'll sign up today. Uh, we'll pass that along to Coach Peacock and let him know your sentiment for sure. I appreciate that, yeah. <laughs> well, Coach, tell your team, tell your fans, man, we're going to do a pink out for Friday night for the ball game there at Center Hill. We're going to try to do some breast cancer awareness and to have a great, great ball game versus two quality teams. 
um, that it's going to be a healthy rivalry. Get the kids out there, have a good time, and let everybody enjoy the festivities. And I want to wish you guys a great week of practice, uh, and good luck to you all on Friday night. Thank you, Zach. Appreciate it, man. All right, Coach. Thanks again for your time. Boy, the one I feel the worst for is for Olive Branch. I th- what was it? Four times they got in the red zone. Four times, man. And then, man. of course, and then they're, they're kind of banged up. They were missing three or four key players. It's just, yeah, that's tough, man. When you get that close yeah. four times, and of course the game was twenty-seven to nothing. So think about if you score all four times, that's right. twenty-eight to twenty-seven. You know what I mean? So it's just it's amazing how things can look so you know so different than they actually were. You know what I yeah. mean? So yeah. Um, but you know they'll they'll bounce back. You know that that'll be fine. It'll be a it'll be a big week for Center Hill and Olive Branch playing each other this week. It'll yeah, be a big rival sure game, and uh, it'll be a big test for both teams. And, and it'll kind of dictate really who goes to the playoff. The winner of that game has the best chance to go to the playoffs. The loser of that game really doesn't have much of a good chance to go to the playoffs. Wow. So they have to have yeah. some luck on their hands. So um, it's kind of crazy how the whole thing's shaking up. Because here's the reality: of Lewisburg has two wins in the district. Center Hill has two wins in the district. Olive Branch has two wins in the district. Wow. So Central has two wins in the district. So you put all that together, all of them providing for the third and fourth spot. Right. You know, because South Panola and South Haven pretty much have one and two kind of locked in unless something crazy happens. And yeah. so you got four teams that all have the same record in the, in the division trying to get the last two spots. So it's, it's, it's quite crazy. And it's and and how many points you score is is going to make a difference. Too. It's going to yeah, make a absolutely. difference because there and could be this, a head-to-head tie, right? Tiebreakers and all that other kind of mess. So it's you know it's kind of like the uh, the college football playoff. You know, uh, it's just like they were talking about a couple of games over the weekend where, geez, I, I had the team's name and I just lost it though. But they could have scored another touchdown at the end, but they wind up taking an E. You know, and then the announcers were talking about, well, you know, another seven points if you want to impress the. Impress the uh, the the committee or whatnot yeah. as well. You know you got to do stuff like that. So uh, good luck to all the teams, man. That's going to be a big one between OB and, and Center Hill now. The battle sure of the branch. The That's battle. Right. That's, That's it, right. man. That's it. It's going to be a big game, and looking forward to it. It's going to be at Center Hill. We'll be going to be able to host, and so it'll be a great atmosphere. And we're going to do that. Uh, everybody come out in pink, support breast cancer awareness. And so if you're in the area, want to do it, come on out. We'd love to have you. It'll be fantastic. Absolutely is it fantastic. At, is it at Center Hill? Is that Center Hill? 7 o'clock. Okay. Gonna be a Supposed big to be nice weather. I mean, nice weather, yep. guys. That's gonna wrap it for our show this week. And remember, if you like our podcast, we always encourage you to check out another podcast down in Hernando. That is under the water tower. They do a fantastic show, uh, and they mix it up. They do it twice a week, different things each time, and it is just really, really good. A lot of good content. Talk about schools like Hernando and North Point, but also great local state uh, news. Uh, just two really good fellows. You can go check out. Seriously, that's at under the water tower. But as always, we greatly appreciate you listening to our podcast, and we hope that you're encouraging your friends, your family, and your coworkers to check it out. Listen to us weekly. Subscribe. Be a part of it. Send us emails. Send us content. We love interfacing with all of our community to try to build it. That's what our whole job here is, why we do it each and every week, to promote our community. But uh, I think we're going to call for this week. And so until then, I'm Zach. I'm T. We'll see you all next week.
Cause I didn't wanna deal with 